Hi, everyone. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. You know, one of the biggest questions I get on the show is what exactly goes into a business exit plan and when should I start creating mine? Well, I always tell people that the best time to start was five years ago, but the next best time is now because you never know when you might need it. So we put together a free report that describes what an exit plan is and what you should know. You can get it free by texting exit plan with no spaces to 44222. That's exit plan to 44222. Again, text exit plan to 44222. Welcome to the Exit Coach Radio Show, the show for baby boomer business owners who are looking for cutting edge information as they plan their three to 10 year business succession and exit. Every week, we interview top professional advisors for their best tips, strategies, and precautions so you can be well planned. And don't miss our one minute Exit Coach tip of the day on ExitCoachRadio.com. And now, here's your host, the Exit Coach, Bill Black. Well, hello, everyone. Thanks so much for joining us today. It's always a pleasure to have you with us. You know, when I think of uh, all of the people that I've interviewed, uh, over a 1,000 advisors and authors and and other people that are just very uh, uh, motivational and informational, uh, one person comes to mind as having brought um, extreme value in the area of health and fitness and living a good, long life full of, of health and energy, and that is Dr. Jerry Kornfeld, and he is with us again today. Uh, I want to, uh, uh, you know, when I think of friends of the show, I, I first person I think of is this gentleman. So, Dr. Jerry, thanks so much for joining us today. It's a pleasure to have you back uh, here in 2018, and uh, so happy that you're with us today. How are you? Hey, Bill. I'm great, and it is a thrill to start the new year with Bill Black and this show. I'm very excited about uh, continuing to offer my information uh, as it comes to your audience and your viewers, and hopefully that will help them in their decisions as they want to lead a long, healthy life. Well, the comments I always get is that, you know, I, I'm, I'm not uh, – people tell me I'm not surprised by all of the business information that they get from the show, but they said the one thing that always uh, uh, delightfully surprises me is that you also have people talking about um, health and fitness and uh, staying on top of things, and they just love your your interview segments because, again, they're to the point. You're bringing us up to date, and you're sharing knowledge that they can't. They just don't get from anybody else. So I, I really well, appreciate you yeah. uh, well, bringing Bill, us. Uh, you know, I, yeah, I, as I told you before, the thing that motivates me is almost like I'm on a mission because we're going through a, a major healthcare crisis. People are very unhappy with the practice of medicine. Technology is taking over. We've talked about this before. Uh, people are not having patient-doctor relationships as they once had. So people have to become much more proactive in their health care. And medicine really is based upon two things, preventive medicine and therapeutic medicine. And we just have not spent enough time with the educational component of preventive medicine, and so that's why I do these segments, because I feel it is imperative as a physician that I keep my patients, all of my audiences, as knowledgeable about health as possible and bring them to current, because I do research every day on the latest things that are going to affect their life. And that's, that's what we're going to do today, and it's great to be back. Well, and Dr. Jerry, I know that you know there might be people listening for the first time that that aren't o- aware of your background and all that you've done in the past. But you know, if you would give our listeners a little sense of of what you, uh, your your actual medical practice and and what you've done since then and what you're doing now to spread the word about that. 
Okay, well, it's my, my pleasure, my pleasure. I've been in practice for 40 years. I am a uh, board-certified family physician, uh, practicing in the Southern California, uh, San Fernando Valley area, uh, very, very involved in educational purposes. I have been involved in doing education on television uh, since the early days of Audiences remember back when Regis Philbin was in Los Angeles. I was the doctor on that show on the news and such. So I got a long background. I'm also the author of a book called Your Hundred Year Heart, which dedicates itself to the principle that hearts die too young. And I want to write a book to try to tell everybody the things that you can do to keep your heart alive. And that is also one of my active uh, professions. I'm also a speaker for the uh, corporate world, uh, an organization called This Is, which you are very familiar with. I travel all over the world speaking for them. I talk on cruise ships. I do, I do a lot of things that is all based on the, on the concept that the information that I have has to be shared, and that's, that's what I do, and that's why I'm with you today. And it's a beautiful thing. So listeners, uh, grab a, a pen and a pad because you're going to learn some things that you're probably going to want to share with someone, and so you want to get the facts straight. So, Dr. Jerry, you're going to bring us up to date on what's happening in 2018 and some big news regarding um, some, some of the ways that we can control uh, our DNA, uh, fascinating stuff. So uh, have at it. Well, it is. It's, it's, it's exciting, and, you know, I want to start off the new year with telling you that as we have practically on a daily basis new and exciting things, and the two big topics, I'm going to mention one briefly, and I'll talk about it another time, um, and a, a, a second one. The brief, the brief topic that I'll talk about is how we have now totally accepted the reality that our genes do not control our destiny as we once thought. We used to think that whatever your genetic background was, you're going to have that same background. If you had a parent who had a certain illness, you're going to get that illness. If you had a parent who died at a certain age, you're going to die in that same area. So all of your history, based upon your genes, was going to control your destiny. Well, we have now learned that it's absolutely, it's still in a small way possible. Maybe 5 to 10% of your genes do control your destiny. But we have learned now that not only can you alter your genes, you can alter your DNA, which controls all of the behavior and all of the physical characteristics that your body has. And the simple way that we do that, and this is mind-blowing, we literally can alter all this stuff with our lifestyle. The foods we eat, the lack of exercise. Uh, you know, I, I, it all comes back to something we've talked about on the show many times, and that's DEA, how you live a long life. Well, not only is it going to control your genes, but uh, it also controls uh, survival. The whole aspect of your body is all your lifestyle. So that's a big thing. We'll talk about genes and DNA at another time, but just remember, you literally, you literally have the power to alter your genetic makeup. But the thing I want to get yep. into today, <laughs> this stuff is mind-boggling. We have a mm -hmm. brand new risk factor for heart disease. If your audience remembers, I talk about risk factors. <clears throat> Excuse me, the factors that you are at risk for heart disease, that if you have them. And we talk about the classic things, the elevated cholesterol, the elevated blood pressure, the obesity, cigarette smoking, stress. All of these things are risk factors for a heart attack. Well, so when you go to the doctor, the doctor examines you, uh, as part of the physical, he, will, he or she will establish what your risk factors for a heart attack are and then deal with those risk factors to try to prevent it. 
Well, guess what? A new risk factor has appeared on the screen, and this is a very exciting risk factor. So before I tell you exactly what it's called, you have to know that our body is unbelievable, and I've said this many, many times, and we are now realizing that we have, and I hate to use this gross term, bugs, but that's how to describe it. We have bacteria in our intestinal tract that outnumber the number of cells we have in our body. And these bacteria just are not sitting there. They are busy every single moment. They're involved with every activity, activity your body has. Whenever you take any food into your body, these bacteria play a role. They play a role, and we're learning more and more what their role is. And the role I want to talk about today is the role these bacteria are playing in this new risk factor. We have, for a long time, thought about several things, and we didn't have an answer for it. Like, we know cholesterol is involved with heart disease, and we want you to get your cholesterols down, your HDLs, your LDLs, all those under control. But yet we will see patients come in to the emergency room, severe chest pain, having a heart attack, and their cholesterol was normal or low, and their HDL was good, their LDL was good. So we said, how can this, how can this work? Well, now we are finding out there's a new risk factor that is affecting how cholesterol works in your body. So, so I'll give you a brief description of this, a little technical. It's a little technical, but I'll try to um, make it as simple as I can as to the complications. Okay? You with me so okay. far? Mm-hmm. Yep, here, I'm with you. Yeah, I'm... Okay, here we go. You eat food. And the food specifically that I'm going to be talking about right now is red meat. Because, you know, Bill, you and I have talked about red meat and its role in heart disease many times. Well, red meat has in it a certain chemical called L-carnitine. Now, if you want to impress your friends, you can remember L-carnitine. But L-carnitine is in red meat. You eat the red meat, the L-carnitine goes into your bloodstream. There... It is attacked. We have two classes of bacteria in our intestinal tract. We have good bacteria and bad bacteria, and I'll talk about those in a second. But there, in the bloodstream, the L-carnitine is attacked by the bad bacteria. And that resultant product is a long, long name, but I'll just give you the initials because that's what we refer to it now. That resultant product is called TMAO. The TMAO is now the new risk factor. Why? Well, we talked about elevated cholesterol, and elevated cholesterol play a role in plaque formation. Plaque is the material that deposits in the walls of the artery in the heart and blocks the flow of blood. You don't want that to happen because blood is carrying oxygen. The oxygen is required by every cell. So if you are having a heart attack, it's because a clot has formed where the plaque has narrowed the artery and blood cannot get through, hence no oxygen can get through, hence the tissue dies. And that's exactly what a heart attack is. The other thing that happens is something called angina, where you get chest pain with exercise. Well, the reason for that is because the plaque has narrowed, not blocked, but narrowed the lumen, the opening in the artery, so a limited supply of blood can get through. So if you're out there doing exercise 
and we define angina as chest pain with exercise. If you're out there doing exercise, your heart needs more blood to get the oxygen to the cells. The heart is now beating faster and working harder. More blood's got to get through, but it can't get through because the plaque is narrowed. It's like a hose that's totally blocked up. You turn it on, the water comes trickling out. It's exactly the same thing. So now, here's how TMAO and cholesterol come to play. In order for the cholesterol to deposit on the plaque, and again, this gets a little bit um, confusing, it joins with the TMAO, and that makes the deposition easier. So the TMAO is a factor in plaque deposition and production. So now we know that cholesterol is still important, but it needs the TMAO to be able to form the plaque and deposit on the artery of the lining. So the researchers have discovered that if your TMAO is elevated, here it becomes a risk factor. Because the higher the TMAO is, the easier it is for the plaque to form on the artery. Does that make sense so far? Yeah, I've written it all down. I think I could talk about that. That's, that's pretty fascinating, oh. Dr. Jerry, the way you put it. It's, it's, it's a whole fascinating subject because this is just one of many, and I mean many, new results we're going to get from the studying what the bacteria in our body do. So let me talk. So the TMAO, the TMAO, uh, once um, the so the L-carnitine only comes from red meat. No, it does. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. Did you say T as in Tom M A O, not D? What'd you say? I said, well, I said T. Is it T as in Tom? Okay, good. That's what it is. Okay. No. Okay. Red meat but the, is, the L-carnitine, is, yeah. So that, that's where it all starts. Is, and that, hmm. It's found in red meat mostly, but it's also found in dairy products and to some ah. extent a little, a little bit in fish. The primary ah. source, though, is, is the red meat. Um, I've quoted the only statistics previously, but primarily... Uh, sudden cardiac death, SCD, uh, study done at Harvard, was, I forget the specifics, I don't have it, but something like 30% greater in those folks who ate the red meat. And now we're starting to understand. We used to think there was a saturated fat in the red meat, uh, which still, of course, plays a role, but you know the marbling is all saturated fat. That saturated fat is the worst kind of fat you can take into your body. There's a good fat called an unsaturated fat, and this is the bad. The bad fats by definition, a saturated fat is the bad guy. You don't want those in your diet. By definition, they're a solid at room temperature. The unsaturated are the good guys. Those are the fats you want to take in. So the example of the unsaturated, the olive oil, uh, the canola oil, uh, are, the, are the good ones. The saturated, butter, margarine, lard, those are all the bad guys. Animal fat. Okay, so the red meat has saturated fat, and we thought that was the culprit. Well, now we're finding out that also the L-carnitine in the red meat is what's mixing with the bugs to form the TMAO. All right, again, mm. it could be a little confusing, but hopefully you'll follow it. Um, but that, that food, the red meat, plus, again, I said dairy products, and to a certain extent, this all contain it, but the red meat seems to have the great supply. Okay, does that, does that clarify that? 
That does. So what 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 I heard you say is that the the L-carnitine um, gets into your bloodstream, attacked by a bad bacteria. It creates a TMO, which is kind of like a bonding agent with some of the other plaque. TMAO, Phil. TMAO. TMAO. Okay, that's I thought right. that's what I said. Okay, and and then that right. creates that that um, bonds with or creates more uh, uh, more more plaque that would be liable to to bunch well, what, up together what, what and, and yeah, what it does it enables the cholesterol to deposit on the walls of the artery. It is like a precursor okay. to set up mm-hmm. the environment uh, for mm-hmm. the cholesterol to deposit. And from the plaque. It's all about plaque. This whole conversation is all about plaque. Everything we talk about in heart mm-hmm. disease is coronary artery plaque. So that's, that's what the plaque is, the major thing. So now, just as, as, a, as a one-off, Dr. Jerry, just before we move forward, so when, right. someone, when someone paints a house, they first put primer on so that the paint will stick properly. So we're, uh-huh. in layman's term, are we saying that the, the, the TMAO is, is like the primer that helps the plaque to stick onto the walls of the arteries better. Well, you know, that may very well be how that works physiologically. Um, it may very well, because what you're describing is basically what I said. It, the two of them need to come together so you can have the plaque form on the wall of the artery. Okay. So the analogy of the game I... probably is, is, a, is a valid one, yeah. Okay. All okay. right. Great. Thank you very much. That's, that's fantastic and very. It, it makes complete sense that we need to avoid... Uh, giving our our uh, bloodstreams and our bodies the, the the opportunity by reducing the amount of uh, as you say L carnitine, which comes from in red meat, diet. dairy, in and you know in our diet in our diet. Per- okay, makes so complete it, sense. Yeah, it, it it all boils back to the DEA. The first thing on the DEA is the D, which stands for diet. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that's fascinating now is that we're going to find so many more uses. Now the question that now comes up is okay. Um, how do I get rid of the bad bugs? And how do I get rid of the good bugs? Excuse me, how do I increase the good bugs so they can take care of the bad bugs? What happens in our culture, and here's a, a little bit of the problem, is we really abuse antibiotics. Antibiotics come into your system, and obviously they've got a great job to get rid of the bad bugs that are causing us to have disease. And we're giving you the antibiotics, you're killing off the bad bugs, but at the same time, you've probably heard this, you're killing off the good bugs. So when the good mm-hmm. bugs are gone, there's nothing to stop the bad bugs from reproducing, and they become outnumbered. So the question is, okay, how can I deal with this and deal with my bugs? And that's where the whole new concept of probiotics is coming from. We want you to make sure that, number one, when your doctor gives you an antibiotic, you ask him or her, should I be taking any probiotics so I don't kill off all of my good bugs at the same time? And we know that happens. We have for years seen in various infections, um, especially female infections, when we gave an antibiotic, uh, it killed off the good bugs, which were keeping the bad bugs under control. And the bad bugs were then taking over and you were getting other infections. So the best thing that we're not talking about is really the strong role of the whole world of probiotics. There's still a lot of concern and confusion about them, what they really do. Well, now when you start talking about TMAO, we start saying, well, we've got to make sure we increase our probiotics. Now, you can get probiotics from um, buttermilk, from yogurt, uh, but some of the people are unhappy with it because it is a dairy product. But yet, 
It is a good supply of probiotics. And also, you can buy probiotics in capsule form over the counter. That becomes mm-hmm. very confusing because they still have not really established what the dosage should be. So the, the answer is when you go to buy a probiotic, you want to get the one that has the most bacteria. And I'm talking about billions of a bug called lactobacillus. Lactobacillus is the good bug in your body. And that's what you would get when you eat the yogurt or drink buttermilk, those kinds of things. So when you go to the store, you want to get probiotics, ask for the one that's got the most. In the billions of lactobacillus and various varieties, the more varieties of good bugs you have, the better it is. And that right now is, is the way we're dealing with this whole problem. But obviously more things are going to be coming out. So you've got the identity now of a brand-new risk factor, Mm-hmm. You've got the identity now of how you deal with it, and in your diet, you watch the foods you eat. So any questions about this? Because it can be confusing, for us, especially I'll start to go into the technical names. But you, you, the concept mm-hmm. is very simple. We have now started to realize that the bacteria in our body is there for a reason. Everything in your body is there for a reason. It is the most fantastic entity ever developed or built. And when you study it as many years as I have, every day goes by that I'm blown away, like this whole business now with the role of the bugs. Everything functioning in your body is so perfect, it would be impossible, impossible for it just to happen. I don't want to get into some religious political talk, but I'm just mm-hmm. too impressed with what's going on in our right. body right now. So th- there it is, TMAO, the new risk factor. Uh, I, I I think it's fantastic that you can... Uh, come on to this show and in very few minutes make it so clear for everyone and again give people I think what sometimes what people need is is the reasoning behind you know why why I should do something good for myself without too much technicality and of course you've been talking about the DEA formula it's ingrained in my brain diet exercise and attitude um, it's uh, it's something I think about daily now so you've helped me tremendously and I know a lot of our listeners are appreciative of the way you you boil things down and help us understand um, uh, j- just you know the, enough of the why <laughs> not too much of the why I appreciate you uh, using acronyms where where possible so that we don't need to get uh, uh, our, our medical degrees from the show. We just need great information, and you give that to us every single time, Dr. Jerry. If I can stimulate you to start thinking about your body and your health and doing the proper things, I've accomplished my goal. That's my goal. You have done that, and I, and I know that um, you know for a lot of people, this is a, a prime time. The, the beginning of a new year is a prime time for them to establish new goals. So if you could just give us a, about a, a two or three minute overview on the DEA formula, and and help let's help our listeners uh, uh, set the course for the new year with using your the DEA formula. Well, absolutely. I I use DEA because it, it's what I call a mnemonic. You know, use a series of letters to remind you of uh, the words you want to use. And so for DEA, the reason I got the DEA, because the Mnemonic Drug Enforcement Agency. When you think, well, what is that thing that doctor talking about? Well, you start thinking about the Drug Enforcement Agency, and the minute you do that, what pops into your mind? The first three letters. D, drug, E, enforcement, A, agency. That then gets you, romantically, back to what I'm talking about. The D, diet. The food you put in your body absolutely 
plays a role. You are what you eat. That statement is around a long time. Well, there's just no question about it. You are what you eat. So you have to start getting educated on the foods and their health potential. Are they going to hurt me or are they going to harm me? Now, I hear many people say, oh, I'm not going to go on a stupid diet. Life is too short. I want to enjoy a good steak. Well, if that's your attitude, your philosophy, fine. But if you want to live longer, live healthier, then you've got to take steps and become proactive. Now, it's not easy to change a diet. I realize that. It's not easy to stop eating the things that you love. But you have to put it in perspective. Is it worth it? And that's a decision that only you, the listener, can make. The E, D-E-A, Drug Enforcement Agency, the E is exercise. Absolutely the key. There's never been a study done that demonstrates those who exercise don't live longer. And the exciting part about it, it doesn't make a difference at what age you start. I hear, well, I'm too old to exercise. Nonsense. You can literally stop the process. And that's a whole new talk that I've already done, but I may be doing it, I may be doing it again. By the way, uh, any of the listeners who happen to be close to or live in the San Fernando Valley, I am speaking this Saturday, and the topic is Don't Let Your Heart Attack You, which I'm going to go into all the specifics of what the DEA is, what the foods you should eat, the exercise, etc. And if you live in the San Fernando Valley, the talk is going to be at the Platt Library. It's a city library on Victory and Platt in the San Fernando Valley. It's Saturday, this coming Saturday at 1.30. And if you want to hear more about what I'm talking about, come on down. It's free. I don't charge for these talks. Come on down to the Platt Library Saturday, 1.30, and uh, we'll, we'll get the chance to meet each other, and I'll get the chance to share that with you. And the last is the A, attitude. Your attitude controls your destiny, every aspect of what you do, because it controls how stress enters your body, and stress is the danger. But let me qualify. When I say the word stress, even though we, I refer to it as the danger, stress is really not the enemy. It's how you cope with the stress that's the enemy. Those who cope with and we all have different coping skills. You look at in your business world. Everybody copes differently to stresses. Those who do not cope well with stress have a higher incidence, not only of heart disease, but of other ailments. So, diet, the foods you put in your body, absolutely, absolutely important. Exercise, without a doubt, there's just never a time in your life that any exercise is not going to be beneficial for you. And the last one is your attitude, how you deal and cope with the various stresses of life. There's a saying that I always like to use, and that is a problem does not exist until you start it. Think about that for a while, and hopefully mm -hmm. uh, I just gave you a brief summary of DEA. Terrific, and I know one of the things that, that you said in that segment was that with diet, you know, one question you might ask yourself, listeners, is before you put something in your mouth, is this gonna, does this hurt me or does this help me? And I know exactly. you've always said, Dr. Jerry, that um, exercise, they've found that it doesn't have to be Jogging, it doesn't. Ha it could just be a walk for 20 minutes at a at a brisk pace is all you need. You don't need to. You just need to elevate Absolutely. your heart rate. You don't need to overdo it, right? So everybody can do that. Just go out and absolutely and, uh, just uh, go for a walk. Just go for a walk. Uh, hopefully every day, but it's got to be a minimum of five days. But it is absolutely. There's just never been a study. It'll absolutely improve your health. 
and, and attitude is just basically uh, watching out for for this stress that we all the, we all face on a daily basis and bringing yourself back to calming. And you've talked about things like meditation and yoga in the past and other oh, ways yeah. to calm yourself. But it doesn't take a lot to implement this formula if you get it in your brain, the DEA formula. And again, this is another gift from Dr. Jerry. And uh, we uh, thank you so much. Tell us you told us about an upcoming event, but tell us how we can reach you if, if uh, for instance, someone is a, a Vistage chairperson that's looking for a speaker or a group that's looking for a, an educational um, uh, format or a topic for their their uh, members. Yeah, I, I, my email address is KJB, KJB Corn, K-O-R-N. KJB is in boy, Corn, K-O-R-N, at AOL.com. KJB Corn at AOL.com. By the way, the talk I'm doing at the library is hopefully going to be part of a series that I'm trying to work out that I can do at all libraries. Because I think, and I do these the, pro bono because I think it's important to give back to the community, and this is a good way of giving back to the community. So any members of the audience who are interested in me coming out to your library, uh, as long as you're in Southern California, that is, um, kjbcorn at AOL.com. And, of course, uh, one one easy way to find Dr. Jerry is uh, go to Google and type in askdrjerry.com. I just did it. His website comes up at the very top, and you have wonderful information there. Thank you so much for joining us today. I really appreciate your time, and it's always a pleasure, and I wish you the best. Bill, one last thing before we go. I just want, apropos of that, if you want to see me at work, I recently did an interview on television, and all you have to do is uh, go to Google and just type in uh, just Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. Uh, if you want to get specific to this, just say author, type in Google Authors Night Dr. Jerry Kornfeld. Authors, writing a book, Authors Night Dr. Jerry Kornfeld, and you'll get me coming up uh, with a little bit of a print material on it before it starts, but be patient, you'll, and you'll be able to see me at work. Thank you again, Bill. I uh, look forward to Thank next you. time. All right. Thank you so much for your time today and uh, look forward to it. Have a, have a wonderful uh, 2018, Dr. Jerry. Hey, everybody. It's Bill Black, the Exit Coach from the Exit Coach Radio Show. One of the questions I get asked the most is how do I grow the value of my business? I'm so busy working in it, I need to work on it. So we've created a special report for you on 10 tips to grow the value of your business. Just text the word DRIVERS to 44222 to get a special free report right to your inbox. That's drivers to 44222. Text drivers to 44222. Thank you for listening to Exit Coach Radio. 